Welcome to the Fearless Health Podcast with host Dr. Anne-Marie Barter. Dr. Barter is on a mission to help people achieve their health and wellness goals and help men and women live their best lives fearlessly. Dr. Barter is the founder of Alternative Family Medicine and Chiropractic in Denver and Longmont, Colorado. Thank you so much for joining us here today on the Fearless Health Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Anne-Marie Barter. And today I'm very excited. We're talking about intermittent fasting and the cardio effects of intermittent fasting. So I commonly get asked questions like, how do I lose weight? How do I lower my cholesterol? Or how do I lower my blood pressure without taking medicine? Or my doctor is discussing putting me on a pharmaceutical to lower my cholesterol or my blood pressure or insulin levels. When people come to see me, they realize that they're kicking the can down the road and actually not addressing the underlying cause that have caused these conditions to flare, like high blood pressure, high cholesterol, higher insulin levels. What I like to do in practice is we work together to find the root cause, or in a lot of cases, causes. So when I first discuss diet in practice, I've noticed a trend. A majority of people eat during the day for 12 to 13 hours. And what that means is that your body is constantly digesting food and it's using its resources to digest. And it is not working on cleaning up the damage in the body. Some folks come to see me and they've heard about intermittent fasting, but are pretty leery of it. Other folks believe that fasting will cause harm in their body or create harm. Fasting is not right for everybody. And yes, you did hear that right. Um, Even if you're over the age of 18, um, even if you don't have an eating disorder, certain people genetically do not do as well fasting. We will discuss that in another episode. On the other side of things, a lot A lot of people feel wonderful fasting. They feel wonderful on a keto diet, on a paleo diet. But the longer I have been in practice, the more I have come to realize that I cannot hand somebody a sheet of paper and say, do these things and you will feel amazing. Eat this, do this, and it just doesn't work like that. Results always vary, and the treatment really needs to be individualized to that person. So cardiovascular disease has been my mind on my mind really this week. Um, and one of the most scary things about cardiovascular disease is one of the first signs and symptoms of the disease is actually a cardiovascular event, like a heart attack or a stroke. So the big question is, does intermittent fasting affect the cardiovascular system and or cardiovascular disease? And I think that that's a really great question and I want to dig into the research to answer that. So when looking at the studies, there were, there were just quite a few studies published on intermittent fasting or time-restricted eating, not associated with cardiovascular disease. There's about 1,397. Now, guess how many... Uh, of those studies or additional studies have actually been studied on intermittent fasting and cardiovascular disease. Drum roll, please. 
23,490. That's a fair amount of research on a specific topic. Now, one of the studies I want to look at today talks about the beneficial effects of intermittent fasting and caloric restriction on the cardiovascular system as well as on the brain. And so, and I'll, I'll put the study below in the show notes so you can actually reference it. So um, they looked at intermittent fasting or reduced meal frequency and caloric restriction. They found the following things, following nine things, that it extended lifespan, it decreased age-related diseases, it improved the health of overweight humans, improved heart rate variability, intermittent fasting is actually similar to physical activity, it reduced oxidative stress and increased cellular stress resistance, it reduced blood pressure, enhances cardiovascular and brain functions, it improves insulin sensitivity, meaning it creates a lower risk factor for diabetes and or prediabetes. In 2017, a report by the CDC reported that more than 100 million U.S. adults are living with diabetes or prediabetes. That was in 2017, which means that the number is higher now. The CDC goes on to say that the report finds that as of 2015, 30 million Americans, which is 9.4% of the U.S. population, have diabetes. Another 84 million have prediabetes, a condition, if not treated, in five years leads to type 2 diabetes. On the other side of things, looking at hypertension or high blood pressure, it puts you at risk for heart disease and a stroke, which are the leading causes of death in the United States. I think that this is really significant so that you can do something at home to reduce your risk. In 2018, nearly half a million deaths in the United States included hypertension as a primary or contributing cause. That means that only one in four adults, 24% of the population with hypertension have their condition under control. That is terrifying. One of the number one questions patients ask me is do I really need blood pressure medication or can I just stop this? Why would you want to come off without having another game plan to risk the above? You can find ways to lower your blood pressure, but we have to figure out why your blood pressure is high. This is a risk-reward. The risk is so detrimental. High blood pressure medications can absolutely be life-saving. I'm all about alternatives, but medicine certainly has their place and they excel in emergency medicine. And one of those things can be getting blood pressure to a much more manageable range while you search to find the root cause. So what is driving the blood pressure to be high? And I wish I could just give you one thing that is causing it to be high. 
but there are a multitude of things that drive it high. The purpose of what I wanted to do here today is to give, to tell you that you have options to potentially try intermittent fasting and see how that has an effect on your insulin resistance and also to see how it has an effect on some of your cardiovascular diseases if you're worried about that. So I will publish the studies below. And if you like this episode, Jen Stevens, we had her on, and she talks about how to get into intermittent fasting. We're also going to do a beginner's guide following this on how to do intermittent fasting. Thank you so much for being here. We're so grateful to have you. Stay tuned to not miss an episode. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed learning with us today, please give us a five-star review, comment, like, and share our podcast with your friends and family. As always, if you'd like to learn more information about today's guest, please head over to fearlesshealthpodcast.com for links to their site and other educational resources.